1: Hello, everyone.
0: Welcome in today
1: for which episode of the Pop Ones podcast is this? I feel like it's been it's like 37. Episode... 30 37. Okay. I, on 30 the TikTok, I messed it up. Okay. I messed yeah, episode it up. On 37 the of the Pop Ones podcast. I am myself, Char Char J, joined by my co host Luke over here. And on? today we got some good episodes. So we are finishing up season three of the Clone Wars, episodes 21 and 22, aka the Trandoshan arc, the Ahsoka captured arc, whatever you'd like to call it. Um. We got some good guests today, so sit back, grab a drink, grab a snack, and let's dive in.
0: never would have made it as Obi-Wan's battle, but you might make it as mine.
1: And we're back. We did the same thing. That was pretty cool. Right? <laughs> I know. I saw yeah.
2: you
3: on the right-hand corner, so I thought I would do it. Okay, um, so
1: we are going to bring our returning guests. I'm not sure if... um. One of our guests has like been on before or not or is she relatively new
3: no yep she's relatively new okay we'll so be last we will bring
1: in our returning guests first as we always do um our first guest is chase at ford into the black
3: hello hello Jace, how's it going
4: oh it's not too bad i ate FroYo on a bike today that was an exciting adventure um, there you go you want to bike. for you on a bike, I ate on a bike.
1: That's pretty cool yeah, that's
4: pretty nice,
3: cool. nice 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 chase where uh can the good people find your awesome content
4: you can find my awesome content on tiktok i almost said com uh <laughs> <laughs> you can find my content on tiktok at forward into the black i'm also on twitch hosting the rogue council podcast we will be on this sunday talking about the side characters of star wars so your han solos your leias your obi-wans your Boba Fett's all of them every single one of them I do like some Boba Fett Boba Fett's pretty Boba good Fett. and we'll be joined Boba by Fett. Darth Chaco as well as uh not a kyber or Alanis, and my co-host David Xanatos 1138 will be there as well so check it out nice so, definitely awesome.
3: go check it out definitely go check it out it's really good um, and then our second guest today
1: our second returning guest will be Carter at car 2d2 hey yo
2: what's uh oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey I saw Luke with I saw Luke with the hat on backwards and I saw Char with the hat forward and I was like you know
3: I always wear the hat <laughs> yes yes that's
4: my thing Wait, I yes
3: yes I love this arrangement because now it's backwards hat forwards hat I love this I love this dynamic but yeah. Carter where can the good people follow you on the social medias
2: well, first, I didn't eat froyo on a bike, so <laughs> well, not as cool as Chase, but um, yeah, you can find me on TikTok at car2d2. I post random stuff there. And I have my own podcast. It's called They Fly Now. We are live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And next week, we're talking about behind-the-scenes facts, which is something, like, personally, I actually really like is a lot of the behind-the-scenes Star Wars and, like, old timey star wars uh what's the word
3: behind the scenes
2: antiques like (laughs) old antique no no no, no, seriously like old antiques (laughs) and old like cards and action figures and merchandise that i like Mm -hmm. really enjoy talking about so yeah you can find me there and I think that's about it this is a really great arc i think it's a super underrated arc and i'm excited to talk about
1: it i think it's a very yeah. underrated arc as well and yeah, our I, yep. third and final guest which is a new member of the pop once podcast family we bring in shannon
3: shannon Hi. nice to, nice to have you on uh same question as everybody Seems else
5: to be here uh my name is shannon um I don't have any other social media to plug, but my TikTok is at Darthkiss. I'm kind
3: of an enigma like that. Um, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, we usually like to start off with an icebreaker question. Um, the icebreaker question for today's episode, since it is Ahsoka centered, what is your favorite moment from all of canon, all of canon that involves Ahsoka Tano?
5: Out of all the canon, I think that this is probably a common answer, but season 7, episode 10 of the Clone Wars, when um, she has her uh, fight with Darth Maul. Ooh. Yeah, I think that was just really well done. The music is amazing for that, and I love how sassy she gets, and you can really tell that she was trained by Anakin by, like, her little comments and, like, oh, if Anakin was here, you'd be done. And um, the way that they portray Jarth Maul and both of their fighting styles is like really well done.
3: No, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good one. Um, Carter, can I go two moments? That's fine. Yeah, I'll okay. go. I'll allow you two moments.
2: All right. One, because I know you, okay. Rebel spoiler. I mean, you guys have probably seen it. We're past the 48 hour mark, so I think we're good. <laughs> um, the. I am no Jedi, is incredible. I like that moment. Oh, it, get, it literally gets me tearing up every time I watch it. I got that, and then I got this. Might be recently biased because I've been like obsessed over this scene in the past like week. Um, but it's a scene in the world between worlds, and Ezra and Kanan or Ezra and Ahsoka are talking. And Ezra's, I'm a big Ezra fan, so like anything, like, with Ezra, like, I love him, but it's a scene, and Ezra's watching through the portal Kanan's death, and he, and Ahsoka says to him, because she she tells him to, like, forget his master, and Ezra says, you don't know what you're asking me to do, and Ahsoka says, yes, I do. You can't save your master just like how I can't save mine, and like, like, instant chills every time it shows how much a character has came along. Like it, it's, it's amazing. I, I, I absolutely love that scene.
3: Those are, those are two really good Ahsoka moments. And obviously it doesn't go past us that they were both rebels. So that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, like not, it shouldn't be too surprised. Right. Yeah. It's just like that. Oh. And she's just like, you can't save your master.
2: Just like, Oh, I can't save mine. It's like, damn. No. Yeah. but Yeah
3: jace same question
4: uh i'm gonna pull a carter um part a real short uh when she's in jail with trace and her sister and they telling her the story of like how the jedi killed her family and just like ahsoka's like sheer dread of like oh my god like i was right and also i can't i still can't believe this mm-hmm. uh, but uh every moment that tarasinube dunks on her Yes. And, and lightsaber lost. Just like nonstop, just like junks on her super hard. But he's so humble about it. i was like, oh yeah, you're not really good at this. Uh, but that's okay, you'll learn.
3: No, yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a good one. Char, what's your favorite moment of favorite Ahsoka?
4: like
1: like of Ahsoka? Um, I would probably say um the moment when she leaves the Jedi Order. I know it's very emotional. But that's like one of the like the cornerstone moments of her character as a whole is when she decides to leave the order. So it's very emotional, but it's, you know, it changes her character throughout the course of everything after the prequel trilogy. So I would have to say it was her leaving the order.
3: No, yeah, that's a That's an interesting. That's an interesting one. Um, I would have to go with, sh- with, uh, Shannon's pick, uh, the battle between her and Darth Maul and her just acting so much like Anakin, but also having like the mindset of Obi-Wan as well. Um, I mean, I would, I, I, I would take a lot. I, I would kind of agree with the entire panel. Those are all really, really good, uh, Ahsoka moments. Um, but I still think the best Ahsoka moment is at the end of this arc because of the message that it sends to anakin and like the really growing relationship that they get um from the end of this arc but um now that we have gotten out of the way of introductions icebreaker let's go to the chat hi sam brian patrick stoley go follow him uh he is a great follow on tiktok um and then escape reality films. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Now Char
1: Is it ready for the plot summary? Yes, sir. Okay. So now we dive into season three, episode twenty one, titled Padawan Lost. Three, two, one. Turmoil in the outer rim. Located near a major hyperspace lane, the planet Felucia is caught in an unending battle between Republic and Separatist forces. Clone tank divisions make a valiant push deep into Separatist-controlled territory, led by Anakin Skywalker and his Padawanas Okatano. General Grievous, learning of the impending Jedi attack, has dispatched reinforcements to one of his droid outposts, hoping to secure his grip on the system.
3: Nice, you didn't stumble at all on that. That, that was, was really great. Cool. I'm getting, getting better at that. That was really, really well done. And you we had are. to say impendent, like that's a pretty big word. That's a big word. Big it's words. True. Um, so Char, you want to take? You want to take the first part of this? Um, sure, why not?
1: Let's. So we begin on the episode. It's, um, so there's a fight on Felucia, of course. And the Republic are trying to infiltrate a bunker on Felucia. And we see something going on with Ahsoka. Like, she's, like, sensing something, but she isn't too sure what it is. Um, and then we see Anakin, 501st, and the 104th, under the command of Plo Koon, um, help them try to take down that bunker on Felucia. So... While you see a bunch of these reinforcements coming, a bunch of dwarf spider droids, Anakin just mows them down, and those bros are just coming in with jetpacks, and it's 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 a whole bunch of craziness. Um, but once that once that's taken care of, and once that's over with, Ahsoka, from a Trandoshan hiding in the trees, shoots her in a electro web, and basically just traps her and takes her. So that's where this whole entire arc kicks off at and so once we see the cargo ship that the Trandoshans have you notice that there are more more than just Ahsoka on the ship um the Trandoshans are holding a bunch of people hostage um and they're literally hunting them down for sport they take them to the, the moon of Waska which is you know right the moon from Dosho or Dosha which is the home planet of Trandoshans and they send them out on a, out of their cargo bay and they kill them. Um, so I just wanted to know everyone's thoughts on the Trandoshans from this episode compared from what we've seen in prior Star Wars media. Like if we were to compare Bossk to the Trandoshans we see in this arc. Um, I'll go first and I'll start with Chase.
4: Um, Yeah, it's something, you know, maybe it's not just to this episode entirely, but just kind of like Star Wars as a whole, we always see the Trandoshans as this villainous species, like our kind of our first real look into it is is Bosque from Empire. Um, And then basically, we see a little bit more of it here. Um, And then we now have Book of Boba Fett, where they're still Mm -hmm. not good, I think. Star Wars: The Old Republic has the only nice Trandoshan that like exists in Star Wars. No. High, yeah, Republic, High, Republic,
3: High Republic, skier. skier.
4: No, no, actually, no you're, you're
1: forgetting about Sid too. You have to you have to give some credit oh, to and Sid. Sid. And Sid. Yeah, yeah,
4: and Sid. Yeah, absolutely. But but I mean, by and large, there's very but, few yeah. of them. There's very yeah, few. Yeah, really very few, Nice. Um, I've always really liked the Trandoshans, um, but I think it. I think this like. Uh, Keep in mind, I, I just finished all of Clone Wars like uh, three days ago. Uh, <laughs> um, That's awesome. Uh, so, a lot of this is still really fresh. Um, but it, it it is it's it gives me like this whole arc alone just gives me like Hunger Game vibes. Um, like a Absolutely. lot of those like crazy rich hunter like hunt people for sport like type films and stuff like that. Um, but I got the whole vibe from this arc, and then we watched it all together. I'm like, yeah, this is like a lot of fiction has come out recently that kind of follows this trope that this this whole arc kind of like set up. So I think it's really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Very nice. And um, Shannon, Carter, whoever wants to uh, take the uh, – whoever wants to answer the question first.
2: You can go first, Shannon.
5: What was the question? What was the question So the
1: question was, um, what were your thoughts on the Trandoshans in this arc compared to the ones we've seen in prior Star Wars media, whether it be from the novels, um, Empire Strikes Back with Bosk? Um, just comparing the two.
5: Yeah, well, just like Luke said, I also um, like noted that Skir was also a Trandoshan that was a Jedi, mm-hmm.
6: um,
5: in the High Republic, so I feel like as a race, they kind of have a certain type of reputation, Um, especially even in the High Republic comics. They do this kind of like fake out in the first issue where they portray Skier as like, oh, he's the bad guy. But then you find out that he's actually a Jedi master. And that's like the kind of the plot twist at the beginning of the issue. Um, So I think that they definitely have like a certain type of reputation. And I think that that reputation is kind of upheld like during the arc. Um, but definitely we see examples of, like, trans-oceans that aren't um, aligned with the certain reputa- reputation that we see here, either.
3: No, yeah. No, that's, yeah, very that's good definitely answer. true.
1: That's definitely true. Yeah, it's it, it depends on, like, how you, you know, see the trans like, it's, depending on what era, what type of person they are, like, w- whether or not they're, like, getting paid to do a task, or if they're very, you know, common folk, but... I don't know. Carter, what's your response?
2: Yeah, I would agree with uh, the panel. And I think something interesting to note with Skier is that, yeah, they do like try to fake us out, but he's still very ruthless. He's still on more of the ruthless edge of Jedi throughout the higher public comic comic. So even though he is a Jedi, he's still a bit more rowdy than, than your average Jedi. But yeah, I think throughout star Wars, like trend are just ruthless slavers and i think this arc completely like just nails that in the coffin um and what chase was saying about this kind of being hunger games vibes this is is like a parallel to the most dangerous game if you guys have read that yeah I, yeah I, I it, actually, that. it
1: actually is a, a fact that, that this episode yeah. was inspired by the 1920s most dangerous
2: game so yeah, yeah. which is um which is which is really cool so I, I remember like, watching it for the first time. I was like, this is exactly like it. it it's, literally, it's literally the same exact thing except like Star Wars. So I, th- I think that's really cool. I love whenever Star Wars takes inspiration from different sorts of media, especially media that I have like – or whatever. I think it's kind of something that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. So so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of all I got there.
1: Yeah, very good responses. And then once that happens with – um. When we see them get released out of the the ship and they're all shot down except for Ahsoka, you know, fortunately. Um, She's able to survive and she runs into three former Jedi younglings. Uh, They were captured and then they were sent there. And I'm not going to lie. I pointed this out when Luke and I were rewatching this. That one Twi'lek youngling reminds
2: me a lot of Loading Great Storm. I was literally going to say that. I was literally going to say that whenever I was watching it. Like yeah. the way he has
1: his headpiece and like the way his head is shaped, he looks just like a younger loading great storm. And it's yep. so, and it's super cool that I, uh, that I made that connection there. And, um, and then once Ahsoka meets with the, the group of younglings and they try to figure out like what they're going to do and how they're, they plan on to survive, we see Anakin and, Anakin, throughout this whole entire arc, he's punching himself in the gut, being like, I'm the one that's responsible for Ahsoka getting captured. I'm the one that feels bad. I should have protected her. And so there's a bunch of emotion just flowing through him, and we've seen this a lot through Anakin. And that's, you know, that's the typical Anakin character. If he fails someone, that burden is all on him, and he can't forgive himself unless that person that was the victim can do that. And and then we... See that for a little bit, very briefly, and then we go back to the Trandoshans, and the leader. We we see like this, uh, like a kind of like an office room, kind of like a lair, and the leader of the Trandoshans. I'm forgetting his name. Luke, do you do you by chance know the the leader um, of the Trandoshan gang's name?
3: I can never even remember it. No, I know
1: Trandoshans have some pretty you know, pretty fancy names, but um. Yeah a one little Easter egg that I noticed is that his throne has a giant wampa on the back of it. Like the, like a kind of like, you know, like those tiger rugs, but it's like a wrapped around the chair. And, uh, and I'm like, well, wampas aren't that easy to take down. (laughs) So, um, and just like looking at the episode and just watching Ahsoka, um, I'm the Khalifa. I'm forgetting the, the Twi'lek's name. Um, and the Syrians name. How long would you guys last being in their position while getting hunted by the Um, Carter, since you were last to respond to the last question, I will start with you.
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, I think there's a few things to note there. Like, because you kind of, like you did that whole chunk of the episode. I think something to note is that Plo Koon tells Anakin to let it go. And Anakin, immediately after Plo turns away, Anakin's like, Rex, boot up the ship. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something interesting to note. <clears throat> Another thing is whenever Ahsoka is talking like right when she gets with the Padawans, she she doesn't fully trust them. Oh. And they uh like they tell her, like, if you want to survive, you have to listen to us. So like Ahsoka like has to learn to kind of get over that mm-hmm. hump of like not being able to trust them because she doesn't necessarily know them.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And she she must she must almost like learn from the other Padawans the same way that she learns from Anakin. Oh yeah. And then what was the question? Oh, the question. How was, long? How
1: long would you survive oh. being in their position while getting hunted by all those Trandoshans?
4: Oh yeah.
2: I'm I'm relatively small. I think that could come to my advantage. You think help <laughs> with the
1: evasion, maybe.
2: I'm like five six and a half. Maybe sometimes round up to five, seven, if on a good day. So, <laughs> uh-huh. so uh,
1: uh So to say, like, if it would it's be. It's hard to say
2: because I don't know the force either.
1: Maybe hours, minutes, oh, days, even if you're that hardcore.
2: I'm going to say, I'm going to say two days. You know, that's,
1: that's not bad. I mean, being relatively brought into that area, like,
2: hmm. Yeah, because I feel like I would t- try to, like, hide in a tree. Or something like that. But I feel like they would find me still. Because they're in yeah. the The thing like is that.
1: you wouldn't want to be in a tree for two days.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's life or death. And I knew that I was going to get out. If I knew I was going to get out on the second or third day. Yeah, you'll
1: or- be like Venom at the end of the. Uh, or that scene in the very first one. Where he's just sitting up in the trees to hide uh, yeah. Drake's forces. But um, no, no, Shannon. Yeah. Shannon, how long would you survive? Being hunted by all those Trandoshans
5: I'm gonna say probably like a solid ten minutes. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not very fast, and I'm not very sh- strong, um, and and wittiness doesn't really come into handy in that kind of sense. I'm also kind of a pushover, so I don't have the same type of like vigor that ah- Ahsoka has. Um, when she's like no we really have to like do this I would just kind of be as soon as somebody tells me I'm wrong I'm like okay and then I would probably just die along with everyone else so (laughs) I'm gonna say maybe like 10 minutes if I'm generous maybe 20
1: or maybe if the Trandoshans are generous or maybe one's very very you know doesn't know how to use a weapon correctly
5: (laughs) I mean maybe maybe I could just like charm them
1: maybe he has has severe allergies he's just sneezing up a storm he's like oh (laughs) Yeah, ten minutes. I think I would I would I would last maybe less than that. But uh Chase, uh, how long would you last against those Trandoshans? Years. <laughs> what would you have? Like how would you I, get all I, those it? Resources? would be my
4: game. I would just be hunting them whenever they came out.
1: So instead of them so instead of you playing their game, you're gonna be playing. Oh yeah. Like, it's like oh yeah, you
4: captured this one person and uh, we don't know where they went. And sometimes
6: Coming to CuriosityStream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on CuriosityStream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com.
4: They don't come back from their runs.
0: Wow,
3: wow, man! Jeez, I'm
1: kind of curious to see like what planning would go into that. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, we're gonna have an outpost right here. We're gonna have men over here, and then we're gonna have we're gonna I get would... all these drop offs, like you know, a place to you know for some reinforcements. So no, are I you?
4: Would, I, I would give up my whole life and just become a feral monster that learns. And... <laughs> <laughs> Here's a real question: You throw all of
2: us on the planet. Ooh. Who is the last alive?
3: I'd say Chase. Oh, no. I'd say Chase. I'd say Chase. I like He's Chase very resourceful. Be be the real, real question is, is who's the first one to die? Um,
1: <laughs> either me, me, or Simon, <laughs> I get under I mean, the bus. Her and I like agreed it's that finished. like we would last the shortest amount of time. Luke,
4: Luke it would be you.
3: It probably would be. No, I feel like
2: Char. I feel like you would last a long time. Would I though? That's what she said. See, here's
1: the thing. They're Trandoshans. Oh my god! It was, there. It was and,
2: there. And
1: I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty tall dude. So like, I'm an easy. I got. You could see me really, really easily.
3: Yeah.
2: Like
1: if I have to hide somewhere, where am I going to hide? <laughs>
2: yeah. And do we get like? There's a lot of variables that can play into this question. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, that's true. Do we get a head start? Are they going to be shooting us right as we step on the ground?
1: Oh yeah, just just like how they got off the off the ship. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No that's doubt. Tough.
2: Uh
1: yeah.
3: char how 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 long do you think you would last
1: me Oh, I said less than Shannon I'd say less than 10 minutes I feel like I'd be one of those people that would get shot right off the break
3: If like... I was if if I was in if I was in the shape that I was in in high school I'd maybe last 15 minutes I'd mass five I'd last five more minutes longer than you guys I'd give myself five more minutes It's okay Shannon and I will die with honor Yeah 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 <laughs> public yeah there you go there you go um okay so all right so the younglings realize that ahsoka is the missing link to uh, to survive the whole ordeal um ahsoka the interesting thing about this part is that ahsoka is like why haven't you guys like tried to escape and they are basically like well we literally can't like', you're, like you're, they... you're skipping a little bit oh am i yeah, just a little bit. Not oh, much, that's though. right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Char, go ahead and take it.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go up to where you were continuing off of. So, the Padawans, we, we've we've heard that the the Padawans, the younglings, have been on the planet for a long time. Like they've been there for qu- quite a bit, and they know the area. They know where and where not to go. So they inform Ahsoka, and and that this place is very dangerous and you know very Ahsoka is very optimistic in that she knows that she'll get out of there and uh, the younglings say something that's pretty pretty terrifying they say hope is a dangerous thing to have and it's like like you, this makes you want to love Wookiees because like, you know Trandoshan Wookiee rivalries mm-hmm. and like this arc makes you hate Trandoshans like they are menacing they're scary they are ruthless like it's mm-hmm everything that goes into this requires so much planning with between the younglings and Ahsoka and, and at one point they are trying to find a way to, to, to infiltrate them and Khalifa, um, the young, um, human female, um, force chokes a Trandoshan and, and Luke had a good question of this. I don't, for those of you who have played force unleashed, um, is she based on the Jedi Apprentice from, from Force Unleashed or Force Unleashed? Um, because she has a, that exact same hairstyle. I don't know if you
3: if you've caught that or not, but if y'all have played that game. Uh real quick, Nidra. Yes, we did we did somebody did say Wookiees, and we will be getting to Wookiee Talk. Uh fellow Santee fan, Santi Simp, I appreciate it. I did
1: it. say Wookiees, but that'll be in the in, next in, upcoming in episode. In a little
3: bit, like 10
1: 15 minutes, not, not like the Pop ones
3: episode, but like episode for the arc, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, but have y'all played
4: uh, the Force Unleashed long time ago when it first came out? Yeah, um, I could, I could totally see it because we see this like abandonment of like the Jedi Ways from Khalifa, um. Yes. And like not not literally like oh like fully moved over to the dark side but like she's fighting for her life every waking moment mm-hmm. uh, and she's just doing everything she can to stay alive and this is all she knows so yeah I think it's uh I think I think there's a parallel is it like a one for one like they're like oh yeah let's use the the character from Force Unleashed I don't know I would assume no.
3: Yeah, um, I I just found it interesting because it's very much like they based her off of that. card. have you played that? Have you played Force Unleashed? I, I have Force Unleashed 2, but I've not played it. Have you played the Have you played the first one? No. No. Okay. So basically, this this character that that I was referencing is so in the game, Shock T is still alive. So this is Legends. So obviously, that's 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 not canon. But um. She uh has this humanoid uh um Padawan, and once Shock T dies by Star Killer, she turns to the dark side, which turns the Folutions the 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 inhabitants all all to the dark side. Um but it, it's very, very interesting on how they like made Khalifa look and kinda seem like her. And that's what I got from that's why I asked the question, because I, I think it was so similar though, but mm-hmm um but and then luke, I, go
1: ahead and continue from where you last left off yep sorry i got after, a little I after got a little of khalifa myself. you know does her thing with the trandoshan um ahsoka tells her to you know like you know don't do that that's not the jedi way yes and you know and so forth and then luke
3: continues. uh the younglings take take her to their um basically their uh um, hideout their hideout right. yeah. Um, Ahsoka's asking all these questions like how like why haven't you guys tried to get off the planet like like what's going on and they were like well they're they just outmatch us they're we're not we're not we don't have that uh the strength or numbers but then they start to realize well you're a Padawan you can get us out of this and it's kind of like they're missing link and there's their hope um uh, Ahsoka has a nightmare of the Trandoshans, where she sees something of a ritual with the the leader holding a- another's face. What was your reaction to the nightmare? Anybody can answer this.
0: I I didn't
4: have too much of a reaction. It's yeah. it's it's definitely like we're starting to see like in this season moving forward, right? Um, like a lot of force visions and mm-hmm. dr- dreams kind of taking place. And I think what, you know, despite my opinions on certain episodes within this Mortis. Film, Yeah, that one. It's not very good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think it's interesting how they start to tie everything together because everyone's starting to realize that we see it with Yoda, we see it with Ahsoka, we see it a lot with Anakin, of them just kind of seeing what's to come and what i think this show does really well is it's just little bit by little bit from basically this point on and it just gets increasingly more intense and so i think this is just another one of those where it's just like it's not necessarily in direct correlation to what's going to happen in revenge Mm -hmm. of the sith but it is leading everything kind of leading up to that and everyone kind of getting they have a bad feeling about this yeah absolutely
5: yeah, I mean, what's more, like, iconically Star Wars than having a Nightmare or a Vision? Yep. That's the whole point.
6: Exactly.
3: <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's true. It's, 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 it's it, like, if you don't have a Force Vision, then what are you doing? You know what I mean? That's what um, I mean what doing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so, Ahsoka is able to handle her own uh, against a foal. So they go back out the next day. Um, they run into, uh, yet another, uh, Trandoshan. Uh, she takes on a, a grown man Trandoshan and, like...
2: Kicks the crap out of him.
3: Kicks it. the ever-living crap out of him. he it. gets Just... stabbed. It's awesome. Dude, yeah, it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense and pretty great. Um, shortly after Khalifa gets shot and later killed by the Trandoshan leader, uh... And uh, he is enraged because the Trandoshan Ahsoka killed was his son. So now we have that that struggle of the Trandoshans now have really something to prove on this hunt. Uh, not only are they uh, not only are they uh, going after the Jedi for sport now, but they're going after blood because they have killed one of their own. Um, what were your thoughts on the dialogue between uh, Khalifa and Ahsoka while she was dying?
2: sad man like that scene hit pretty hard i'm not gonna lie like her dying in ahsoka's arms is it's some brutal stuff like that whole scene people are always like when cool, we're just in a kid's show that whole kind of scene like when that turnedosha gets literally impaled yeah and then immediately after Khalifa dies in Ahsoka's arms, then Ahsoka has to report back to the camp that Khalifa's not there because she died. Ooh, like, that's, that's some brutal stuff. Like it's, It hits hard. It hits hard. Yeah.
5: Yeah, when you also bring into the fact that like she was the one who motivated Khalifa to even um, take action in the first place. So I can only imagine that Ahsoka feels like some sort of responsibility for that. Um, And then also their conversation, like, right before she dies, it's kind of like, oh, well, it's okay, I'll take you with me, like, we'll keep fighting. And then I think Ahsoka realizes that, like, it's way too late, and she really can't do anything. And like, this has to be how it ends. So that's always really sad. You have to make that decision.
2: I think something real quick before, or Chase, actually, you go, you go, Chase.
4: Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You're fine.
2: I was just going to say, I think it's really interesting how whenever she does report back and she says that um, Khalifa dies, Ahsoka immediately takes charge. And I think that is a direct learning from Anakin. Like, she immediately says, okay, Khalifa's gone, it's my turn, now I, I have to be in charge of everyone, and now I have to be the one that's going to make these plans. So, I, I just think that's, that's very interesting, and it shows that how well Anakin has taught her up to this point.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, I was going to say, kind of like, you know, in in the overarching process of the show, I think this is one of the first arcs where we get weight to the events that are going on. Um, Like, it, I feel like Khalifa's death is like one of the, like, lots of people have died in the show already at this point, but I think this is like the first one where it's like, oh, like like look, Carter, like you said, you saw like a Ocean with like a, a giant thorn or tree stump through his chest and then you have Khalifa being shot like a character you don't expect to be shot goes away and I think again kind of like bouncing off of what you said is she can let go of this. Like she understands that you know she can't have this attachment to this person even though she feels like she has failed this person. Mm -hmm. Where this is where she's starting to deviate from Anakin of she can go with the Jedi teachings of like you don't have you cannot have these attachments that will because, like, if she has this attachment the way that Anakin would have had towards someone like Galifa, that could have ended up in more people dying. And Anna and Ahsoka doesn't have this, and this is where she no, yeah. passes Anakin as a Jedi.
3: No, that's so true, that's absolutely true. Nidra makes a good point. Uh, she says, I don't know if I'd give Anakin credit for that. LOL. <laughs> uh nidra also says Anakin's not like known for handling lost well that that that's very very true that's very very true nidra well that's, i didn't mean necessarily
2: that i just meant the leading, no, yeah like i would say, i don't like I, I don't really like Anakin that much but i would say he's. A big
3: <laughs> yeah no like no that's that's a that's a fair that's a fair uh comparison i mean th- there are times where um uh um, Anakin does make the mistakes where ahsoka kind of learns from his example and kind of takes it and goes, this is what not to do you know and we see that very much throughout her entire journey throughout the um Clone Wars and even into rebels as well um so that's interesting that that, that is a good point. um uh Shannon char got anything to add on that? Um I do not. I don't. Nice. I don't. All
1: right. Yeah,
5: yeah. I think like going off of what you just said, like the um you can see like the influence that Anakin's had on her, but I also feel like you can see the influence that Obi-Wan has had on her too in those kinds of moments where she has to make those kinds of decisions.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean think about it this way. Her 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 experiences on Felucia have not been great. First, she gets in trouble uh, for not following orders, and then she gets kidnapped from Trandoshan. So, Ahsoka, stay away from Felucia. It's not a great, not a great uh, planet for you. Um, so then we cut back to the Jedi Temple, uh, actually the Jedi um, uh, meeting room, the War Room, as they would like to call it. Um, Anakin and Plo Koon begin to speak. Plo asks Anakin if, uh, if Ahsoka is a, wor- is, worthy en- is a worthy enough apprentice. Anakin says that no one has her kind of uh, determination and wants to find her. Plo responds with, if you trained her well, she will take care of herself. And then we, we get a nice little uh, shot of Anakin looking at the, 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 the entire galaxy. Um, so that's interesting. I, I love that type of stuff. Um and that's where this episode ends. Uh char plot summary for plot summary two. for
1: season 3 episode 22 the final episode of season 3 titled Wookiee Hunt.
3: Nice nice.
1: You guys ready?
2: Yes. I've been ready my whole life for this moment. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, ready. Jedi abducted. Ahsoka
1: Tano is missing in action. Captured and released into a hostile jungle, she fights to stay alive with the help of a small band of Jedi younglings. As Anakin Skywalker scours the galaxy, desperate to find his lost apprentice, Trandoshan sport hunters track their youngling prey. With the death of their leader Khalifa and separated from her friends, we find Ahsoka on the run as the hunters close in around her.
4: Nice, nice that was jar. Also. No mistakes. You got this.
6: Nice I would job. give
3: it
2: an eight point nine two. Knowing
1: Harris, if he was in here, he'd be like one out of five.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know
1: what? He is Herrick our harsh,
3: he, he's he is our harshest critic, but I respect. That. He's the anti
2: He's Inigo an, an extremely Thomas harsh
3: I They'll respect be, it.
2: There'll be times like, oh uh, man, like he, he's harsh, but it's good. It's, sometimes no yeah okay absolutely. so the
1: beginning of episode 22 Wookiee Hunt so oh, the, be- the, the episode begins <laughs> with um the Trandoshans of course you know searching for Ahsoka and we get um a subtle sound of Ahsoka's theme as yes. she comes back to the camp like Luke Luke noticed that right away it took me like a couple of, a well, couple and... of seconds to really realize it I was like wait well done Kevin Kiner <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, and and you also see Morai. Yeah. You also see the the well, not Morai, but like one of the, like the birds that she ends up turning into later on. The species mm-hmm. often to the left hand side as she goes back in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think
1: those are the same ones that they were seen in the Zygerian arc.
3: Yes, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, obviously Dave Filoni loves that type of bird, and he puts it in anything that he can. So
1: those birds are so cute. That. They are. <laughs> I love them.
3: They are very cute. Um, but yeah, keep going char.
1: And then, so the plan between the serene, the twilight and Ahsoka is that they attack the drop ship head on because they know that the headquarters is, you know, well reinforced. So why not go at the ship head on and try to go at the source of the problem and how they mm-hmm. got there? Um, so the serene and the twilight, um, attack one trend ocean, um, that's on the surface and Ahsoka takes out the pilot of the ship. Um and so I just wanted to know what was what was everyone's thoughts on how the Younglings handled the Trandoshan they were against because Ahsoka relatively took out the pilot really easily, but how did Serene and the Twilight work together to take him out.
2: Um we'll start with Carter. I thought they did a really good job. I think throughout this arc they continue like they continue to have good like have a good game plan. plan a good game plan for everything i think this this is no different um i like how he had to like kick the trend off you just like kind of saw him fall to his death like
3: <laughs>
2: yeah kind of fun to watch
3: oh yeah definitely
2: and yeah
1: that's that's about it anyone else anyone's thoughts on how the youngling handled the trend on the ship
5: I think they handled it really well, and I think that the coolest part, the one that was most notable to me, was when um, the one of the younglings, I can't remember which one, but one of the younglings goes to kick the Transocean Ocean, and um, the other one uses the force to push them harder into the kick. Um, and I think that that was the coolest part, because I like remember watching that and being like, oh, that's sick.
3: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. You can definitely tell their teamwork is like, even though Ahsoka hasn't been there for very long, you can kind of tell like, yes, they've they've been through it, especially after losing Khalifa. But like, they've it's given them more hope, and in, in their game and their game plans are starting to work better. They're starting to look work as a cohesive team to get off the planet.
4: Um, Chase, your thoughts? yeah i mean i'll kind of tie in the end of the last episode into this but i think what's interesting is you see how resourceful these kids are like 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 you said they're using the force to to like double the strength of their attacks basically um and it all it took was a good mentor and that was ahsoka um and she kind of helped them and guided them into that way but also in the last episode when we have plo and anakin together and you know he's 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 challenging Anakin, but in a a positive way. Like, is Ahsoka good enough? And, And we see this all the time, and Anakin always takes it the wrong way. And we don't see a huge reaction from Anakin. We get a little one. But, you know, he says, like, if you've done your job, she will be fine. Because, like, both Plo Koon and Mace Windu have all the faith in the world in Anakin, but they don't want to give him the easy path because they know where that path lies. And I think Ahsoka... Has a very different way of going about that, but she mm-hmm. definitely got these these kids that are around her age, I believe. Um, yes,
3: they're they're a little younger than her, but they're it's yeah,
4: and 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 it it does show like you know she is learning. lessons from her jedi masters and she's able to translate that into the the younglings and like they they get hope you know the the theme of star wars is is hope and they get hope through ahsoka and it allows them to take on the trend ocean ship which is a super cool ship by the way i don't know if anyone has notes on this that ship is awesome looking i think that is one of the cooler ships i think
3: it's i think it's one of the only i think Mm -hmm. it's like one of the ships that is only used once
4: yeah, it's a. It it's looks awesome.
1: awesome. Yeah, and another and, thing. And, oh yeah, I was gonna say I was going off of what Chase said. Like Chase, that was a good thing that you pointed out about how how they are regaining hope, because as I mentioned earlier, that they said that that hope is a dangerous thing to have, and Ahsoka is that missing link. So, her being that inspiration for them to, you know, go and take them on without having any fear at all is is what Star Wars is all about. It's about you know. Oh yeah having hope when there
2: is none so I th- on on the contrary to cool looking ships <laughs> the trandoshan buggies i'm gonna call them a buggy <laughs> yeah that's fair that they, i would say that's that a good, they good fly through the jungle is like a bumper car <laughs> that's- it is a literal bumper car with a smiley face on the front <laughs> That's not that's not
3: a bad comparison, Carter. <laughs> it is man. not a, not a bad comparison at all. It's good. Um, but no, yeah, like the way that they're able to and I mean ah- ahsoka struggles a little bit inside on her part, but I mean after she kicks the guy through the window, I was like, yep, that one's pretty much over and then uh, they all I think they, they all I remember if they if I'm remember remembering correctly, they all meet in the middle.
6: Coming to CuriosityStream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on CuriosityStream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com.
3: Um, and they all hit the, the escape before they leave. Um, uh, they all land. And they're not sure if anybody has survived until we hear a, a, the Wookiee cry. And who shows up? Chewie. Chewbacca. Thank None you. other than the... Thing. Never heard of the Chewbacca. God,
2: Chewie survived. If Chewie yeah. doesn't survive that crash, though, ev- everything everything changes. Everything changes. He everything be- well, hey,
3: hey, this
1: show was released in March of 2011. <laughs> he's been around <laughs> since May of 77. So you know, yeah. either way, he's gonna survive.
3: survive. yeah. But this is actually in the canon timeline. This is the first ever canon canon appearance of Chewbacca. Believe it or not. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. In the canon timeline. Yep. That this is the first. This is the this is the first ever uh canon uh canon mention well canon yeah, appearance 20 of 20 Yep, in 20 BBY. Um so we get a little background like they they they're like, "Oh wow, it's a Wookiee. Like this is perfect." Um uh in this especially in this episode we get the backstory of like why Trandoshans and and Wookiees hate each other. Um what are your guys' thoughts and what kind of relationship in the real world do you think this compares to? Me and you.
4: Wait, what? We don't like each other? <laughs> <laughs> Me and you? What's, what are you talking about? Just, bad kidding. Blood just kidding. Wow. I just want to rip your arms off all the time. That's fine. No,
3: no, see. <laughs> so like I love wookies. I like we did a D&D uh in the Discord server and I was a Jedi wookiee cuz I'm like okay, it's like a big deal to be a Jedi wookiee. There's not a whole lot of them and in like the wookiee culture. I was to be kind of a big deal. Yeah, not I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of a big I'm deal. A big
1: deal in the resistance.
3: I'm the big deal in the Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like it's so it, like wookies are so interesting. They're such an interesting species. And, like, I, I don't know. I just, they're furry they're like a dog. You're just like, yes, I want to hug you. Well, Chewbacca was was inspired out. after
1: yeah, George it, Lucas's yeah. dog. So, yes, yeah. like, you know, it's like that, that furry co pilot that, you know,
2: well, that you always wanted. If yeah. you rearrange the syllables of a Wookiee, you know what you get? What? Ewok.
3: Oh.
1: You see, in, in the in initial, why. the initial script for Return of the Jedi, Lucas wanted like a Wookiee uprising, but yeah. he saved that up until Revenge of the Sith, of course. Which is um, pretty well. But done. they, but they changed it to Ewoks. But yeah, it was. Hey, it was, don't, um... don't 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 talk crap about Ewoks. Ewoks are menacing.
2: I, I was not <laughs> talking crap about Ewoks. I love
4: Ewoks. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, it, I'm just about, know. If you're talking about Return of the Jedi, I will talk all the crap on Ewoks. Oh, good God. Here we go.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, Imagine taking all of our main characters alive. (laughs) Imagine imagine a three and a half foot bear that is smart enough to lay booby traps and can communicate with one another and build stuff. Like, Chase, you played Ewok Hunt. Come on. That is dangerous. That is extremely dangerous. That's
5: like basically me when I just need a haircut.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you, you know, I, I think this is. Pardon me if I'm jumping too far ahead. I, I think that this episode adds more weight to the scene in the Cantina of book of Boba Fett. Yes, uh, absolutely. When, yeah. when it when, does. Uh, when we do get the Wookiee ripping the arms off, we get Kristanton doing that to a Otrandon. Basically, just he's just sitting there watching Otrandon and being like. I hate those
1: guys. <laughs> yeah, when when Luke and I were watching that, we were like, rip it off, rip, oh, rip it, it off, off. rip it, it off. Too bad because Trandoshans do grow back their limbs. Very like I don't. To what, like know, it's like happens in the High Republic. But I'm can I? Can you know. I?
3: Can I? Can I please get like I, I love this rivalry because it's just like they have been sworn enemies from day one, and it's just like they absolutely are like hate each other and it's just mm-hmm.
2: we, it's fantastic even before like, the empire yeah, can we please get a star crossed lover Trandoshan wookiee fanfic i'll write it mm-hmm. Alanis, not a kyber where you insert luke
1: yeah i see montgomery's uh um, yeah, chat um, yes e- the word ewok is never <laughs> said in return of the jedi
2: yeah self insert fanfic most things in the know. original trilogy aren't said ewok and luke I meant. Oh
3: then, man, it's gone. We have we have gone too far. This love time.
2: triangle,
4: the, the
3: thruple of Self-inter- Luke
2: Skywalker,
4: Chewbacca, and the main
3: Oh my God, what have
4: we done? Hold on, what let me have, pull, up, let pull up. Google Docs and get to work. Oh God! Oh God.
3: God! No, but what were your guys' thoughts on the on the on the little the the discussion of uh? between Chewbacca and the and the, and the younglings and, and Ahsoka, kind of explaining, like, what type of, like, the culture and the vibe between the Trandoshans and the Wookiees.
2: I think they got lucky with getting oh, Chewbacca. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, for sure. Because
2: they were, they were not going to make it off without Chewbacca. I mean, him knowing how to build the signal... Whatever, whatever that thing was called. The, oh, yeah, game changing. That was game changing. Or else the they were gonna be stuck the there. The
3: transmitter. transmitter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: mm-hmm. And again, I think something that's interesting is, as the arc goes along, and I think Chase was saying about stakes earlier, and like this is like an arc that you can tell like ah, there's a lot of stakes here because like you don't really know what's gonna happen. Is is like you see Ahsoka when she first arrives and she looks fine. Then, like by the time we're around this part of the episode, she's all muddy and dusty and dirty. So, I I think that's another in- a really nice touch that they did to her. But yeah, I think they they got lucky with Chewbacca.
3: Oh yeah. Anybody else's thoughts on uh, the Wookiee Trandoshan uh, um uh, relationship?
5: I can't stop thinking about the fan fiction idea, so. I'm oh, God.
3: The jury's kind of uh, out for
5: that one. It's going to be in
3: my mind for the next week. Pod 1's <laughs> podcast uh, gets a fir- gets their first fanfic. It's not the one that we wanted. <laughs> there it is. Um, So as we were talking, they go back to the uh, wreckage of the ship. Um, And a- Chewbacca is able to grab parts from the down transport. Uh, and he's able to make a transmitter to contact Kashyyyk. Uh, but the younglings are very like, like weary, like, oh, that's not going to work. That thing just isn't going, that's not going to work. And Ahsoka is able to kind of, kind of get them into the mindset of like, hey, like let's use Chew, let's use Chewbacca. He's here. Like, we've got a Wookiee on our side. That's got to mean something. Um, uh, and yes, the transmitter does, doesn't work right away. Um, but, uh, before they leave the hut, they do turn it on and it does, um, end up finding a signal. Um, Chewy in this episode, in this, like, when they go out and they get the plan, they're gonna mind trick, uh, um, a Ocean so that they can attack the, um, uh, main ship. Uh, and, like, I thought it was so interesting to see, like, younglings try to use the mind trick, because, like, when it's... It, it's so it's so interesting because it's like a like y- you know that they can't do it but they're gonna try it anyway. And Trandoshans are actually actually like really susceptible to mind tricks. So you think it would work the first time, but they had to have a little help from Chewy. Um What were you guys' thoughts on that whole exchange?
4: Bunch of Mary Sue's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I didn't get a full uh background story of how they learned to use the mind tricks so it's just it's just terrible writing terrible planning
3: yeah yeah uh-huh.
4: yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> no i think it, i think it's cool i think i think seeing um kind of, you know kind of even diving into like that aspect of it is just seeing that different people within the jedi order. Grow differently, they learn different things and they struggle. Certain people at certain ages struggle with certain things, you know, kind of in the real world. Like, hey, some kids are really good at math and some kids are really good at history. Um, And we see this within the Jedi Order is like, there are, we probably will, we do see kids that do have those abilities where they they learn the the mind trick um, earlier and these kids did struggle with it a little bit. Um, And I think it's always cool just to see where everyone is at. And we see this much later in the series with like the youngling arc. um, Yes. See where everyone is on a different level, but everyone has strengths and weaknesses. And I think this is another good like little hint at that. that I, I do love seeing in star Wars.
3: Yeah. Carter.
2: Yeah. I think it's, it's really cool. The one thing that I was like, Hmm. Was that Ahsoka was so big on like, not giving into the dark side. And I feel like, like this was kind of a bit tampering with like kind of being bad. Like or, but, but, and again, it's like a life or death type of thing. So it is, it's, it's cool to see younglings learn and trial and failure and go through progressions on how they can do this to the generation—it's very okay. interesting. And it did it take—it took them a Chewbacca smack in the head to be able to do it.
3: So that—that
2: that was always—that was funny. Uh,
3: Nidra teaching uh, our viewers: uh, if you present a fake ID, a bad fake ID, with a lot of confidence, you can trick an otherwise smart bartender. God, <laughs> so I mean, if if you can, if you have confidence in it. Uh, you can trick anybody. Uh, Shannon, your thoughts?
5: Yeah, no, really, just make it until you make it. That's kind of what I do all the time. It's like improvising usually works. But it also makes me wonder, um, the mind tricks make me wonder how long they've been there. Did they say how long they've been there?
3: Um, they said that they were there for a couple of rotations, which would uh, amount to, so like a rotation is like a day, I believe, in Star Wars. If I remember correctly, um, I think they said three rotations, so three days. Are you oh, sure wow. rotations it's a really day? That seems awfully long. short.
2: Or, or, or is a rotation a week? It's probably a week because that a day. Let me look it up. Because a day, three days, doesn't seem that long.
4: That's true, and it Depending feels kind of how they use it. That could be a year as well.
2: Yeah. Oh, that is true. This is a rotate around the sun,
4: but but they they do oh, stay later. <sighs> they say in the Clone Wars, in season seven, uh, in the Martez no, that right. they have one rotation to get back. So
3: oh, like, so it is a day, day or um, one
2: day was the amount of time it took for a planet to make one complete rotation on its polar axis. Twenty four hours was considered to be a standard day, from StarWarsFandom.com dot com.
3: Interesting. So- they're only there for three days. That doesn't seem right.
4: That's
5: yeah, awesome. they wanted only for three days, and it made it seem like it was so much longer.
3: Well, I mean, it also could be three rotations could be forever. I mean, it, like, sure. not every planet it has, like, the same kind of access and, and, and fast. Um, I, I'm getting into things that I, I, I know nothing about. <laughs> Um. <laughs> um. But yeah, like it, they've they've been there for a little bit. I think more like three rotations might be like three weeks. I think that's more believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, or I even three I... months.
5: Sorry.
3: No, go ahead, Shannon.
5: Yeah, I think if I was a Jedi and I was stuck somewhere without my lightsaber, I'd put a little bit more energy into like using the Force.
3: Be like, dang it! I should have listened to Master Yoda and not done so much lightsaber things. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so back of the transmitter they it ends up getting a hold of the other wookies um uh we uh, also uh get uh the the plan full in motion uh ahsoka uh chewbacca and uh the twi'lek apprentice managed to get on on top of the uh main ship um Uh, everything looks dull and they put up a good fight up until uh the Trandoshans are able to get the upper hand, but then we get more Wookiees, uh, and they have uh, they they bring in the bounty hunter Sugi. Uh, and the gang from the house which Hunters. was cool.
1: I had no idea Sugi was with yes. them. I was like, Wait, where
3: did where where
1: did she come from?"
3: Yeah, yeah. Sugi comes in, and uh, it, we see Tarful, um, and a couple of other um Wookies that we have seen. Um, and transition, are, are the, the, the transitions. Like comparing Wookies and Trandoshans, Wookies always win. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's it's mm, I don't know good. about it, that.
2: You Bro. see all the slaves they got. You really gonna tell me that? Yeah, they because the trendo.
1: Born? Well, here's the thing: the Trandoshans are ruthless like that. And also, the reason why the Wookiee rivalry got so heated is because the the Trandoshans allied with the Empire, and the Empire enslaved the Wookies. So basically, it was like a a fun in games for the Trandoshans, but it was never like that for the Wookies.
3: No, yeah, absolutely. Um, so as the other Wookiees are are helping out, uh, it gives Ahsoka a chance to get up to the top and fight the father of the Trandoshan that she had killed. Um, here's my question. Like, throughout this entire fight, she is using a lot of her instincts, her Jedi instincts. Um, how do you think the battle experience helped her in defeating the head Trandoshan? And would she have beaten him at all without that battle experience? No, not at
4: all. I mean... No. Like she's she's I think what's interesting about Ahsoka, I think this is the first time I've been on this podcast where I actually was involved with an Ahsoka arc. Um yes. just, I didn't even talk about it. Um I think what Ahsoka does throughout this this series is she proves that she's very capable outside of being a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um but I think this alone it does show like Anakin is the one who's training her. Uh, very much like it's you know had her master been you know a, a random other person like well i think you know she would have probably gone about the other way she'd have probably been more passive in this scene where she's she's very aggressive in this scene fighting the trandoshan and that very much comes from anakin i think mm-hmm. um, but yeah like I, I think one of the greatest things about ahsoka is how resourceful how smart and how insightful she is outside of that jedi teaching
3: no yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anybody else got anything to add with uh, the question with if if her battle experience gave her an edge up? Anything oh, like that? For sure, I don't even think that's a question. <laughs> oh, now we got cats everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh Shannon, your thoughts on the fight?
5: Um yeah, no, I agree. I agree with everything that's been said basically.
3: And and yeah, and here's the thing too,
1: like in the great words of Captain Wreck, experience outrakes everything. And she has seen a lot of it. That, so her That's being, actually a
2: really good quote for Yeah,
1: and there. that that really, you know, goes full circle when it comes to this part of Ahsoka's character. It's that it doesn't matter who you are, depending on what you've been through, what you've seen and what you've done, this should be a lot easier than if you were a youngling like them.
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, she ends up, like, even trying to, like, get the Trandoshan to, like, not kill her uh, uh, throughout it. And then even t- uh, even at the end, she, like, moves out of the way and he just falls off and dies. Which, I mean, it is very much uh, Obi-Wan-esque in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the Wookiees are able to return to Coruscant and Anakin feels that he is responsible for Ahsoka's capture. Uh, they have a nice little back and forth where Ahsoka tells him that his training is what allowed her to survive and and, and gave her leadership to help the younglings survive um, through the ordeal. Uh, the episode ends with Yoda looking at Ahsoka and Anakin walking away, and he's next to Wookiees because good relations he has with the Wookiees. And that is the end of the Ahsoka lost uh, arc. Um... Char, uh, three interesting th- facts, my guy.
1: All right, three interesting facts about a certain Clomor's arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 19: the Trandoshan arc edition. Fact one: a G.I. Joe reference. The Trandoshan hunting pods are inspired by the classic Cobra trouble bubble, uh, trouble bubble flight pod toy from the uh. G.I. Joe toy line. So, yes, Carter, the, that is was where a, was I was trying was. To
4: say, those things looked cool. The ones with the big Gatling guns on front. Yeah, I mean, those things are cool.
1: <laughs> They're back to cars. back to Kashyyyk's location in the galaxy. When Chewbacca says his homeworld is very close, he wasn't kidding. In the Star Wars galaxy, Kashyyyk and Trandosha are in the same star system. Fact 3. The Trandoshan character inspirations. Many of the background Trandoshan characters in this arc have interesting sources for their unspoken names. Gyliss is named after the Godzilla monster, Angelus. Ratter is named after a rattlesnake. Some are even named after famous fictional reptiles. Goron is named after Gorn from Star Trek. Lagon is named after the creature from the Black Lagoon. Smug is named after Smaug, the dragon from The Hobbit. Lastly, Rami is named after Mary Franklin, an editor of the Star Wars newsletter Bantha Tracks. Nice. And we have three interesting
4: facts about the Trandoshan arc.
1: There you go. And also Mary Franklin is a big Trandoshan
4: fan, too, so. There one, you go, there you go. One transition I oh, totally forgot about was risk from Star Wars Squadrons. Yes! The blood, the bloodthirsty rebel pilot that is like, oh yeah, we're gonna go kill some Imperials? Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> no, yeah, so
2: absolutely. it's been a minute since I saw, like, I mean, actually no, because I did watch the Clone Wars this summer, August, uh, October-ish. Um, I, I recently read Aftermath, and I was like, is that Bounty Hunter Literally. Jazzy Mari? But yeah, then is. I was like, no,
1: it's, nah, it's her. It's her niece. Oh! So- Jazza is Sugi's niece.
2: Okay. I See, I like that. I actually like that. Oh.
1: This is getting out of hand. Now there were two of them. <laughs>
2: yeah, now, yeah. Now I, I, uh, I actually really like that. That's yeah,
1: really cool. I loved like... That's that's the best part about Star Wars. It's like the continuity and that there's characters that are like, oh, I'm from this character that wasn't really too major in this series, but you know, if you remember, if you remember me, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: Like no one ever thinks about Lumpawaru other than he's Chewie's son. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I think about Lumpy every day. Yeah, you. Oh, do you? Loving boy. Do you though? Do Her you? Oh. <laughs>
1: Why don't we watch that at the when we go to the. Celebration. Oh, yeah.
4: that would. I think our full for, is to watch the holiday special. <laughs> oh, <good laughs> Worth the money. My
2: uncle at Christmas this year goes, In the honor of Christmas, let's watch the holiday special.
4: Great, great idea. Fantastic. Everyone hero. besides yeah. Paul Chase. I was like, No. And is... he's like,
2: Oh, yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, no
3: nidra celebration plans yes yes we are gonna be doing a whole bunch of stuff for celebration um we still haven't ironed out a whole lot of things there are some possibilities that are that we will talk about um and inform you guys a little bit later on but we will definitely need to uh link up with you nidra um are is, there, uh,
4: is going to celebration?
3: Yeah, she's going to all four days, I believe. She, I she, 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 days. She, so,
4: Shannon, how do I point? Are you going more to of us. celebration?
3: Shannon, are you going to celebration? I'm not. <sighs> dang, dang! You can just. We have a you, whole you, military.
5: Yeah, we got. Yeah, we we got. Um, We've we got have, like, a da, da, whole da, da, spot of going.
3: Da, 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 and da,
4: and da, yeah, I definitely live on
3: that day. So. so yeah, You, uh I mean I if, if you don't it, if, if you have FOMO, like you can just look at all of our TikToks and just you'll be there with us. You'll be there in spirit.
4: So that's a that's a plus. with a
5: box of tissues next to me. Who's yes!
4: gonna be, yeah, who's gonna be brave enough to live stream all four days on TikTok? Ooh, not me. Even, even sleeping. Uh, I got
3: uh, it. Okay, Carter's got it. Um Lovely. but guys, uh episode rankings. Uh for those that have joined us for the first time, thank you. Um we always rank the arc or episode that we are talking about. Uh Youngling bad, Padawan okay, Jedi Knight good, Jedi Master great and Grand Master chef's kiss. I'm going to start with Chase.
6: Coming to CuriosityStream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on CuriosityStream. And with monthly annual and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan, built for every warrior in your family. With more than 40 years of service to military families, TriCare Prime benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. What Should-
4: is your ranking, Should I Master? I really like this arc. I like, I like that it shows how much like from like and i'll I'll just use like my own personal experiences like this Mm -hmm. is the season that i started getting into the clone wars uh season one and two like really didn't do it for me i tried watching season one countless amount of times and it took forever to get through it um this was the season that i was like okay i see where everyone's coming from And this is where we start to see all of the stuff we've seen from season one and season two and the parts of season three with Ahsoka all coming together. And we see just like how much she's learned and how much she's able to use this and and pass it on to other people, even though she's just a Padawan. So Jedi Master on this one.
3: No, yeah, absolutely. And everybody in the chat, give us your ranking for the episode.
4: Um, Carter?
3: I'm going to also go
2: Jedi Master. And I think this needs to be brought up in the conversation with the best arcs. I really like this arc. I think, like, Interesting. we always talk about, I don't know, I think of Clone Wars, I think of, like, Mortis, Fives arc. I don't think it's quite there with, like, Siege of Mandalore necessarily.
4: And it's not D-Squad. Think- I'm wow. Colonel Bieber-Gascon. 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 <laughs> <the> arc.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I th- I think it I think it deserves to be in the conversation. So yeah. Chase, <laughs>
1: I'm assuming that you <laughs> will be coming for the D squad arc.
4: I've got a PowerPoint ready for it, baby.
3: Um <laughs> so also we will be having Xanthi on Star Wars Music Minute. Oh she loves that arc. Or they love that arc. Um so um uh they will be on for that episode so i'm really really looking forward to it
4: myself and scholar on that yes it's
3: gonna be a whole lot of fun um three hours Shannon. your ranking of the arc can you hear me
4: are you alive she all right sorry my
3: internet keeps
5: cutting out
3: no you're fine what was your uh ranking of the the arc
5: Okay, I, I think I would probably um, agree with the majority in Z Jedi Master because um, I really like the symbolism there's like I feel like there's a lot of like, well, maybe not symbolism, but the the way that things are connected and like close wisdom, I really like um, towards Anakin and the way that Anakin kind of lets Ahsoka deal with this whole thing by herself and the way that it helps evolve a lot of Ahsoka's character. And I can only imagine how being hunted down in that kind of situation uh, like aids her after the execution of Order 66. So mm-hmm.
4: um, Ooh, yeah, that,
5: I think it true. was really good. I really like um, the part where um, I think Anakin says, no one has her kind of determination. And then Pokin yes. says, except you. And I think that that's mm-hmm. a really good summation of like, whether trying to say there with um ahsoka acting so much in anakin's image as being someone who was trained by him yeah
3: no oh, yeah absolutely char what would you what would what would your ranking be i'm
1: i'm right with you guys i think it's a jedi master just because of the fact that ahsoka um her her growth at this point has been so so well done and I just love seeing moments where uh, where Anakin is fearing for her life because he always has this self conflict within him that if she gets hurt, then it's his burden. But Plo, you know the, the, the Jedi Master that brought Ahsoka into the Order, tells him mm-hmm. if you were a good enough master, she'll be fine on her own, and she was proving yeah. gives give a little give Anakin a little bit of um, you know relief that he did a very good job with training her. And it it displays that she can hold her own whether it's against the whole army of Trandoshans or she is in the middle of a war. So... Yeah, no, yeah, I said this is a grand, not a grand a Jedi Master. Or Jedi no,
3: Master. yeah, I, I'm gonna say uh, Jedi Master as well. I like how they show the resourcefulness. I mean, anything with Chewie is gonna get a, a high ranking for me because, you know <laughs> all of you Wookie fans I, out I, there. I love, I love the Wookies. Me and me and Nitro, Wookie strong for sure. Um, but that is it for the arc. Let's get into Star Wars news. all right um man we just keep losing shannon it'll be okay she'll pop right back um but what we've got on the docket uh something uh kind of dropped uh just non-expectedly today um we got our first look at uh shadows of the sith which is yes. to be uh the book that it takes place in, uh, in between uh did uh, could any? Did could everybody get a good chance uh, to read
4: over the excerpt?
2: No, I don't like reading excerpts.
4: Yeah, I'm not an excerpt type of person. But I did look at the cover, and I really enjoy the cover. I'll okay, I will. It. I
3: will bring up. I will bring up the cover. I will not. I, the excerpt is fantastic. Um, it gets me really excited for this. Uh, for this. Um, show. Or not show, but this this uh um novel. This this book. Um uh but here, hold on, let me share my screen.
1: Yeah, I read the excerpt on Twitter, and man, this book has gotten people very excited to read. And then especially if you're a Lando fan and learning about what he said in episode nine about how him and yes. Luke were hunting after Ochi of storm looking for the wayfinder, and it's yes. like you're gonna learn about that and
3: more from this book. And this book comes out when? Comes out summer? Uh, July. July. So we'll probably hear more things about it at Celebration, believe it or not. Oh, 100%. Um,
2: so was. Because Ochi's running a
3: lightsaber? That's not Ochi.
4: Yeah, that's. That's not Ochi. That's not Ochi. That's, that's Lumpy.
3: That's possibly, that's possibly Snoke. Oh! Yes. yes. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, so what are your guys' thoughts on, uh, the cover? Oh, uh, if, if you watch, if you read the excerpt, give a, I mean, I, I guess if we don't want to spoil it for the other two, but a, it's pretty great. If you haven't read the excerpt, and you don't care about excerpts, like, it's only a small section of the book, so, I mean, it's not really that huge of a deal, but people, we're gonna respect people's wishes, but uh, thoughts on the cover. It honestly looks like it could be like a cover for a show.
4: It's incredible. Uh, yeah, I love this cover. Um, I'm not familiar with the author or if they've done anything outside of Star Wars. Um,
1: uh, I don't know Adam Christopher. Um, let me let me see if Adam Christopher. He's done. He has. I think this is his first ever Star Wars uh, publication.
4: Okay. Oh yeah. Um, So as someone who grew up with the Expanded Universe, um, I became very, very tired of the Luke and Lando books uh, because they're, no offense to anyone who really does love them, uh, they're not the best books from the Expanded Universe. I think like, I just refinished rereading Rogue Squadron today still hasn't aged well but still a really good book and but this makes me excited because i think everything they've done so far like when we if you read like bloodlines and Catalyst, like the the, the books that revolve around the movie characters all the books they've done so far are really good and i think mm-hmm. don't turn um the main characters into comic book heroes which is what the expanded universe did yeah um, like to to like a, a I'd say a cringy point. So I'm excited to read this book. Cause I want to see where they take Luke and mm-hmm. Lando because it was they were always caricatured of themselves in in the old books, and so I want to see how this book turns out because the the vibe check of the new Star Wars books is so different from what. Yeah,
1: and Adam Christopher, the author of this book, just like Mike Chen, that's this is their first ever Star Wars book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I have high hopes for Shadow of the Sith and Brotherhood. So, I, yeah, they they could be very good books coming this summer. I, yeah, I'm excited for them.
4: I love Claudia Gray, I love James Lucino, and I love Timothy Zahn, but I love seeing new faces writing books. Yes,
3: absolutely. Yeah, it's still
4: an expanded universe book, but uh, the two authors that wrote the Expanse series they wrote a Han Solo book right before Disney bought Star Wars that I want to grab hold of because they're really good at writing and they're really descriptive. So I Mm want to see what they've done. And it's like just those fresh authors in Star Wars are always great to see.
3: Well, yeah. Carter, your thoughts? Um,
2: I'm really excited. I, I hope we get a lot of Lando and Luke chapters, but I also hope we get a lot of Ochi and, I guess, Snoke chapters because um, I've, I've said this a lot before that like the Palpatine contingency plan is there. It's there in a ton of different novels. It's there. We see it hints in Bad Batch, hints in Mando, hints in Aftermath. From what I've heard, a little bit of hints in Tarkin. Um, yes. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, Battlefront 2. Like, like we're getting these hints everywhere. And I really hope that this book, with some excerpts with Ochi and Snoke, it's them maybe explaining and ironing out the plan. I think that would really be cool. And I think this could potentially be the place where that happens, which would shut a lot of people up. (laughs)
3: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it yeah. was yeah, it there
2: it's just people being lazy and they want it right in front of them so if it's here in this book like his plan from beginning would be
3: really really cool and i'd really appreciate that
4: uh you should read alphabet squadron
3: yeah alphabet squadron um, oh, uh yeah. shannon uh your thoughts on the cover did you happen to read the excerpt
5: i didn't read the excerpt but i'm i'm really excited to like read anything in the vein of like star wars novels because i just recently actually got into that like two months ago nice with high republic and i'm really excited for brotherhood and i'm going through Thrawn right now um oh, nice. the cover looks absolutely amazing it's like very poster-esque very like aesthetically pleasing no oh, um, yeah so i think it looks great
3: no yeah and uh talking about books oh man books uh, um uh uh Um. Uh. If I had to recommend any canon books, these are the top canon books in my opinion. Paid actor portrayal.
6: I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family. If something were to happen to me, the mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills,
0: even things like our annual summer vacation, would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to
6: stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered and boom, family protected.
4: We made USAA insurance for
0: veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA.
4: What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.
3: Not excluding what you have read for uh, Thrawn and uh, um, High Republic wise. Read the Queen's Trilogy. Queen's yeah, really Hope... Is- read lost stars queen uh, and lost stars queen's hope drops next or two weeks from now is it two weeks or a week two weeks two weeks from now go get that freaking book uh me and char had the pleasure of uh getting that book early damn do i not either and well and, and and they fly now also got it as well um and and that book is freaking fantastic i loved it so much It gave so much backstory for both Padme, the relationship between Padme, Anakin, and like Sabe um, that they're fleshing out in the Vader comics and in the War of the Bounty Hunters as well. Um, So I would say those um, underrated ones, Tarkin, Lords of the Sith. Everybody hates Lords of the Sith, but I really love Vader and Anakin's characters. So if you're like into that, that's a really good one. Bloodline. Um, Bloodline is also very good. Lost Stars. Dark Disciple. Dark Disciple is really, really good if you're into Clone Wars as well. But
5: like, how much uh, of they... the
2: High Republic have you read?
5: Me, I have read most of the High Republic. I read um, the three adult novels. I think I have like um, most of the adult novels, but I'm still going through them. And then I've um, I I've read all the comics.
3: Nice, nice. So you're pretty much caught up. So yeah. that that's that's that, that's good. Um, we also for news. Uh, so there, Deborah Chow was asked about Vader's involvement in Kenobi, and she had a, said some interesting things to say, uh, basically, like, hey, like, early on, it was like, we, the plan was that, we, we didn't know what to do with him, but, like, he was always in the background, um, What are everybody's thoughts on what we will see from Vader? And will we see him in episode one of Kenobi or will we see him towards like maybe the end of episode three?
4: I, I think there's a, I think there's a good chance we will see Vader in episode one. We will not see Obi-Wan and Vader together. No. Yeah. This season. Um, oh, yeah. I think I think we will have like the Inquisitors answering to Vader, um, you know, early on. Um, I don't think we're going to get like a uh, like a hallway scene rev- reveal type thing. Um, he, I think he will be a significant character. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think they will save their first interaction together for later in the show but i i think you know maybe even like towards the end of that first episode i think we, we, maybe we just get the breath you know yeah i, I think, think so. i think i think they're gonna kill commander cody in this show Ooh, i think wow, i think wow. gonna, when they realize obi-wan's alive they're gonna they're gonna kill commander cody for failing
3: oh well, that's crazy that's a, that's a that's a that's a really good thing and uh, not really good thing but like <laughs> that's, a, that's really interesting um uh shannon what are your thoughts Vader Kenobi what do you think we'll see Oh man and shit internet's gotten now Carter what are your thoughts
2: My dream for I I think this could be an episode 1 my dream introduction of Vader would be the inquisitor kneeling down to him as the same way he does in rebels that would that would oh. that would be incredible if we see that live action the inquisitor kneeling down to a hologram of Darth Vader telling him that kenobi's alive or something like it'd be incredible um yeah uh yeah i, I think think i mean i think we could see him in episode one i think that's just kind of like i don't know
3: uh shannon what are your thoughts on obi-wan sorry my internet's definitely mid-ers. not trying to
5: work right now um no it's all good i'm trying not to hold too many expectations i think that that's what a lot of fans do is that they like Have a lot of expectations for things, so I'm Mm -hmm. just gonna be happy if Kenobi is in the show and if Vader's in the show. But, um, I hope that all of the rumors are true about it. I hope that, like, this is a different, um, like level to Vader that we'll see with like his anger and, um, and stuff like that. So, I don't know, I'm hopeful for it, but I'm definitely not getting my hopes up about anything.
3: Yep. Um uh two more things. Reports have come out that we might see our first glimpses of Jedi Fallen Order 2 at Celebration. Will we see a trailer and who will be the big bad in the story?
2: Earth Maul.
4: Yeah, and, uh, I was gonna think Darth Maul.
2: Darth Maul and Kira. Mm-hmm. And we will and we'll see we'll see a trailer of celebration. I Jordan? think that's makes sense. I think Hitler? they're there's a lot of things that like we could potentially see at Celebration just because like, there's a lot of stuff releasing, but I think that would be the one that would make a lot of sense, would, would be to do a Fallen Order trailer at Celebration.
4: Yeah. Darth Maul, or continuing on with what they did, is just kind of introducing like a new... Um, I, I know the Inquisitors were not new when Fallen Order came out, but kind of like fleshing out a character that we don't know. Yeah. Um, well, you I, could
3: see Reva, maybe from Kenobi, she ends up Surviving Kenobi, Reva
4: McIntyre. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's a single mom. Works two jobs. Yeah, she's, job. a, she's a she's a she's an entertainer and an inquisitor. You know. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I, I'm excited for that. Um, I have a prediction also for Kenobi. I think um, I think Cal Kestis will be in Kenobi, and I think. Uh, I think that I, the actor is in the right age group still to be there. I think I, with what they did with Book of Boba Fett, and they they brought in all these characters, and they did such a good job with bringing in those characters. Where even if you look at Ahsoka in The Mandalorian, right, you didn't yeah. need to watch the Clone Wars to understand like who Ahsoka is in the in the in the scope of the galaxy. You yeah. didn't need to know anything about Afra. Or the War of the Bounty Hunters to understand who Cassian is. You didn't need to watch the Clone Wars to understand that Cad Bane's a badass and people are scared of him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I enough. think I think they can introduce someone like Cal Kestis into Obi Wan and basically say like I can help you, you know, or you can help me in one way or another, and we can we can pick, you know, I've been fighting the Inquisitors for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's work together. Um, I think I think we'll see him, and again, he's. It, the the guy looks like Cal Kestis. They just used his face.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, definitely. That's interesting. Shannon, your thoughts on Jedi Fallen Order two? Getting a glimpse. What do we think? I'm
5: actually not very familiar with the Fallen Order, so I don't. There
3: you go. Question, but... <laughs> there you go. That's that's that's. Hey, you know, it's it's a great story. If you're not mm-hmm. a gamer, at least watch the game the 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 playthrough. It's so mm-hmm. such a good story. Such a good story. Yeah, and then and finally
5: terrible games. Oh.
3: No, yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Um, I know uh Brooke, uh the uh, underscore B Dazzler uh did a Twitch. She did a whole playthrough on her Twitch. So if you want to go back and watch that, uh that, that definitely definitely go do that. Um <laughs> We get Lego Star Wars in two weeks. Uh Skywalker Saga after waiting two and a half years. We are all excited for that. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. No yeah. rebels
2: though, yeah. which it's a thumbs down
4: for me, but I'm not a Lego person, I'm sorry, Luke.
3: Dude, it's gonna be so much fun. I played Lego Star Wars from like the very beginning, so it's kinda like nostalgic thing for me. But I did not. No rebels DLC. You don't know that we we
2: there could, could be, be more. They, they announced all the deals.
3: Well, they could always make more if they wanted to.
2: They can have my wallet if they do.
3: Oh well, <laughs> you're gonna be buying the game anyways. Um, I want to thank everybody in the chat. Um, Nidra, uh, my Mon- uh Montgomery, uh, Kieran, uh, uh, Chris Star Wars lawyer. Thank you all for coming. Uh thank you to all of my guests. Shannon will probably pop back in here to get her uh socials. Um Carter, where can the good people find you? Find me on TikTok at Car2D2. You
2: can find me on the they fly now show at they fly now show on YouTube. We're live every Monday talking about different Star Wars topics. So yep, that's
3: about it. Uh Shannon, I'm gonna go with you next just in case you fly out again. Where where yeah. can the good people follow you?
5: So I'm on TikTok only. Um, I'm at Darth Kiss. Um, that's basically
3: the only place you can find me. Uh, again, thank you for coming on. I hope you had a whole bunch of fun. Uh, we I definitely so enjoyed. No, yeah,
4: absolutely. Uh, Chase, where
3: can the good people follow
4: you? Uh, you can find me on TikTok.com uh, forward into the black. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Forward Into the Black, where we will host Rogue Council, uh, the podcast I host with my friend Roddy, as well as David or Xanatos1138. We'll be live uh, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, talking about the side characters of Star Wars. Uh, hop on, and we will see, most likely, everyone who is here on Rogue Council at some point or another.
3: Heck yeah, Absolutely. Uh, you guys can go follow Char Char J. Uh, the good people can go follow Char Char J at Char Char J on all of his socials. Um, you can follow us at the Pod One's Podcast on TikTok, uh, Pod One's Pod on Instagram, and Pod One's Podcast on Twitter. Uh, thank you all for coming again. Like, comment, subscribe. If you're if this is a replay, like that button. Get us get us get the stats going. Uh, if you're, you're, uh, you're a newbie, newbie here, uh, we appreciate it and may the force be with you
4: always
0: and with you. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring.
6: Laundry.
1: Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.